0: Welcome to the Notorious Bakersfield Podcast. I'm Robert Peterson, and I'm here to tell you about some of Bakersfield's most notorious crimes, events, and characters that have made an impact on the Central California Valley community. Are you ready to hear a Notorious Bakersfield story? Good. Let's get started. Welcome to the 24th episode of the Notorious Bakersfield Podcast. Can you believe next week is Thanksgiving? For next Tuesday's episode, I will tell you about the controversial Thanksgiving holiday of 1939, and I'll give you a highly effective way of avoiding family feuds this Thanksgiving. You won't want to miss it. Without any further delay, let me jump into the topic of today's episode. When I hear about a car bomb going off, the first thing that pops into my head Our visions of the Middle East, or if it's in the United States, maybe something connected to organized crime. But in 1971, a car bomb detonated in Bakersfield, Rosedale specifically, and it was a pretty big news story at the time. And it remains a mystery all these years later. This is the story of the Rosedale car bombing. Decades ago, there was a mobile home community located in an industrial area off of Rosedale Highway. It was surrounded by oil company supply yards, warehouses, and a refinery. Its name was the Gaslight Mobile Home Park. I assume it got its name from the once common sight of the refinery's flare that lit up the area. The mobile home park was on Fruitvale Extension, now named Charity Avenue. It's about a quarter of a mile south of Rosedale Highway off of Fruitville. I don't remember the park, or I didn't, so I asked people in the Kern County of Old Facebook group if they did, and someone jogged my memory. In the late 90s, the Gaslight Mobile Home Park was shut down because its water supply was contaminated. Not a surprise, since it was surrounded by a refinery and other industrial businesses. In 1971, 49-year-old Everett Owen was living in the Gaslight Mobile Home Park with his family, his wife Mary, and their nine-year-old son Eddie. Everett had been unemployed, but when he worked, he was a heavy equipment operator. On Monday, March 8, 1971, about 9.30 a.m., Everett Owen walked out of his home to visit his brother, and then later he was going to go look for a job. Nine-year-old Eddie watched from his bedroom window as his dad got into the 1966 pickup truck parked next to the mobile home. Eddie turned away from the window, and then he heard and felt a powerful explosion. When Eddie looked back out the window, he saw the destruction. The doors to the pickup truck had been blown open, and debris was scattered on the ground. Eddie attempted to run outside to help his father, but the boy's mother grabbed and restrained him. The Owens' next-door neighbor, Eleanor Vincent, was standing at her kitchen sink doing dishes. Her mobile home was only about 75 feet away, and she had a clear, unobstructed view. She witnessed Everett walk out of his front door and get into the pickup truck. Like Eddie, she too looked away momentarily just before the blast rocked her mobile home. Mrs. Vincent ran to her phone to call the police. Eli May was working in the yard of an oil company when he heard the explosion. His first thought was the explosion was from the refinery until he looked across the street and saw the destruction of the pickup and Everett Owen rolling on the ground. May immediately ran to a phone to call the fire and sheriff's departments. Kern County Sheriff's Deputy Ned Pope was the first emergency personnel to reach the scene at 9.35 a.m. When he arrived, Everett Owen was on the ground next to the blown-up truck. He was being tended to by Eli May and other employees from the nearby oil drilling company. Everett Owen suffered major injuries to his lower extremities. Despite his grave condition, Owen was able to communicate to Deputy Pope. He told the deputy the explosion occurred when he turned the key in the pickup's ignition. Everett Owen was rushed to Kern General Hospital, where he was immediately wheeled into surgery. This is Robert Peterson, the creator and host of the Notorious Bakersfield podcast, a podcast that was launched on June 1st of this year, and its audience has rapidly increased ever since. In less than six months, it's received over 30,000 downloads. Right now, the Notorious Bakersfield podcast is averaging over 3,000 listeners per week. If you'd like to advertise your business on one of Bakersfield's fastest-growing media outlets, you should consider Notorious Bakersfield. Advertising spots are available for every business's budget. Email me at notoriousbakersfield at gmail.com. There's no space between Notorious and Bakersfield. For over two weeks, Everett Owen languished at Kern General Hospital. On March 22, 1971, Everett Owen passed away. A pathologist determined Owen died from infections, from injuries received in the explosion. A week after his passing, Kern County Coroner Stanley Newman held an inquest into the circumstances surrounding Owen's death. At the inquest, Everett Owen's wife testified that she had no idea who would have done this to her husband, and that the family hadn't received any threats leading up to the bombing. She said the last time the pickup was driven was three days prior to the explosion when she and her husband went grocery shopping, and the pickup sat next to their home the entire time. Investigators determined the explosion was caused by dynamite, two or three sticks placed under the pickup's floorboard attached to the drive shaft. The device was rigged to detonate when the ignition was turned on. The Kern County Coroner ruled Everett Owens' death a homicide at the hands of a person or persons unknown with criminal negligence. The latest information I could find regarding this case, it remained unsolved. For this story, I relied exclusively on the Bakersfield Californians' coverage. Remember to tune in to next Tuesday's Notorious Bakersfield episode about the nationwide controversy surrounding the 1939 Thanksgiving holiday. And I'll let you in on a little secret on how to avoid or de-escalate family conflicts during this Thanksgiving holiday. Have a good week. I'll see you back here next Tuesday for another Notorious Bakersfield story.